Can you do a Mickey Mouse impression for the beginning of this episode? Hiya, folks! Wow, that was good. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Cancel your Netflix subscription, folks! <laughs> going on everyone welcome back to another episode i'm one of your hosts kurt and i'm your other host rob and this is potty of your world so rob we're gonna start this out we'll just kind of run through what we're gonna be talking about this week so this is episode three um we are gonna begin with our segment name that scene that we introduced last week talk a little bit about disney plus specifically the mandalorian and the live action remake of lady and the tramp the little mermaid live and then we're going to rank our top three characters that deserve a spin-off so any housekeeping before we get going here? So last week in our top three, or actually last time we met, since there wasn't an episode last week, mm-hmm. we did our top three favorite voice actors, and we also did our one least favorite voice actor. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I couldn't really think of someone's voice that either annoyed me or like didn't feel like fit the role, and I kind of like had like a halfway there choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but since... Disney Plus has came out. I've been watching a lot of the older Disney movies and catching up or refreshing myself on some of those like classics mm-hmm. because I grew up with like the 90s movies. So I've like seen those a lot and they're like always on free form, like Lion King's on there like every weekend and yep. I probably like watch it like every month. But I haven't seen like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs or like Pinocchio in like a long time. Yep. And those are two movies that I watched. And honestly, they are both candidates for the most <laughs> annoying voice actors. Pinocchio in particular, one is an annoying character, and yep. two, when he sings, it's just, it's an assault on my eardrums. Yep. Well, it's a mix of just the audio quality at that time mm-hmm. and the bad voice acting. I think if, uh, what's her name? If Sarah Silverman was back in the 1930s recording Vanellope, it would be so much more painful. <laughs> it would like, it's bad now. Break, like, the, like, sound system. Jeez, yeah. So if I had a pick, I think, of the two, can we put one of our famous drum rolls in there again? Yeah, all right. I'd have to go with Snow White. Honestly, yep. just awful. I'm sorry. Like, can I know you, there's... Can you do a good Snow White impression? I feel like I'm being set up here, but um, what do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the I am wishing? Do you want to hear the... When she's, the, the part where I feel like her voice is the most annoying is the I am wishing song at the beginning, and she's like, I'm wishing. Yep, that's good. I've heard enough. <laughs> um, I could do one more. And... No, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> no more? Okay. I was just getting warmed up there, but um, okay. Maybe later on in the podcast. Um, so, any yeah, other housekeeping any... that like... No, I think I had a perfect week. I think it was all on you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I made, I've made like some several other mistakes, but I'm just not going to address them all because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm so perfect. I don't really want to like yeah, go right. there. Um, <laughs> so yeah. uh, did you want to hop right in to name that scene? Yeah. All right. All right let's here do we it. go. So welcome back to Name That Scene. This is a segment where I'm going to play an audio clip from a Disney movie. Rob is going to guess the name of the character, 
and the movie the character is from. Again, I think these kind of go in order. They get progressively harder. So before you start playing, yeah. do you think that we should have a like score? Because last time I think I got four out of five. So like, should there be like three a out of four? Three. We're out doing of, five so, this time. Okay. So so should there be like a passing grade for me? Should I have to get like at least three out of five to like get a win or something to like keep my record going? Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> so we'll say going forward, um, if you can answer. Yeah, would you want to say three out of five? Is that too low? Get if you get a sixty, you pass. Ugh, um, Four out of five. I don't know. Like when you get like the driver's permit, like if, as long as you don't get like more than two wrong, you get your permit. So. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So you can three out of drive. Five. I'm like confident that I'm gonna get four out of five, anyways. But I'm confident I'm gonna get an eighty on this um, test. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't study <laughs> Feeling for really it. good. That's fine. We'll say uh, we'll say three out of five is a passing score. We'll okay. see if Rob is worthy of hosting a Disney podcast. Okay, say I'm one and zero so far. So okay. This is my family. I found it all on my own. It's little and broken, but still good. Ohana means family, and family means nobody gets left behind. That is Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. That's right. I've got 24 hours to get rid of this bozo. Well, the entire scheme I've been setting up for 18 years goes up in smoke, and you are wearing... The original What Are Those, um, <laughs> that is Hades from Hercules. Yep. Maybe I'm just new to this whole rescuing thing, but this, to me, might be considered kind of a step backwards, wouldn't you say? Oh, no, 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 it's, it's okay. This, this is all right. We can figure this out. I hate you. So part of me wants to just, like, throw this question to, like, continue the suspense of me getting three out of five. Yeah. <laughs> but I know this is Cusco um, from Ember's New Groove. Yep. Good stuff. If I get five out I of five. I feel like five, we're going to have to change this to be four out of five, or I'm going to have to make these harder. Defend my A thunderbolt to mix it well. Like, I'm pretty sure I know what this is, but but it's, like, one of two things. I'm going to be, like, really embarrassing if I get this wrong, because mm-hmm. I think it's the evil queen from Snow White, and I just watched it, but it could also be Maleficent, so I'm not quite sure. Okay. But I'm going to say the evil queen from Snow White. That's right. Okay. That's good. Because <sighs> you just it. watched it. Yeah, so. I just watched it, so I'm like, oh, people, like... And I just said it, then I just watched right. it, so I would look so bad if I yeah. got that one wrong. But. No, that was good. So four out of five, let's see if you can get that perfect score. I said sorry about the rude welcome, old boy, but I couldn't have you making a scene when we put your furry friends in their cages. Hmm, I'm not sure. Is that Clayton from Tarzan? Yeah. Oh! That was really fuck. good. Call me Ed Sharon, because I'm perfect. <laughs> Five. Yeah, the furry friends, but yeah, I was trying to grab like random clips that weren't super obvious. Yeah. Um there were too many things about like gorilla and things like like all the clips I want to grab mm. are just like him saying gorilla. <laughs> I feel like honestly, if you didn't give me that scene, I'd probably be like, oh, I don't know, cuz yeah. he's like nondescript male villain voice one. Exactly. Like it's just like he like with Cusco, like I know that's David Spade's voice, so that's like pretty easy. Like yeah. you, you could have played a clip from like just shoot me and i would have known that that i would be like it's Cusco, like (laughs) even though that's like not a line from that movie like just because i know it's david spade yeah Yeah. like 
who does Clayton's voice? Like, who knows? Nondescript actor, number five. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. Cool. So we'll go into uh, Disney Plus. Yes. Cool. So um, episodes one and two of The Mandalorian are out now. What are your thoughts? I was um, I was pleasantly surprised by the show. So, I mean, this was of everything with Disney Plus for like the originals. This was like the most anticipated mm-hmm. and the most like marketed and like basically the flagship show for Disney Plus. Right. I, I mean, going in. And I don't feel disappointed by it at all. Like, mm-hmm. I was, like, so here for it. Like, in, like from the opening scene, like, I was like, oh, this is just the Star Wars. Like, this is the amount of Star Wars that I want in my life. Like, yep. like I'm a fan of the, like, the original Star Wars, like, 4, 5, and 6. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of 1, 2, and 3. And I'll go on record saying that, like, I think those movies are awful. And, right. like... I would only watch those if like someone forced me to watch them, mm-hmm. and every the, all the reasons why I don't like those movies because there's like all like the things I like about Star Wars. It was like stripped from it. They made it like too politically and like too yeah. Star Warsy and too like too much with like the mythos of it. Right. Um, and they kind of shied away from like the great characters and stuff like that. Where I feel like this Mandalorian, it it gives me the vibes of like the old Star Wars yep, stuff. Definitely with like the Ewoks and all that stuff. Yeah. That's gotta be Tatooine, right? The planet they're on. I mean I don't know if they say it specifically, but yeah. It was really, really good. I want to address so everyone is posting Baby Yoda is so cute in this. Like are people are aware that's not Baby Yoda, right? Yeah. Are they just calling it that? Like when when the end of the scene, at the end of the first episode, there's that big reveal of, mm-hmm. like, who the m- bounty is for, for yep. the Mandalorian. And then it turns out to be this baby Yoda, basically. <laughs> How dare and, you? like, I screamed at my TV and I was like, it's a baby Yoda! Like, saying, like, because I don't know what type of species Yoda is. I don't think is. they ever say. And I don't think there's ever, there's never a mention or any other species that looks like him in the entire series. Yeah, so. I mean... The, I'm sure some like Star Wars nerd somewhere like knows like the species. I don't. I don't think so at all. I think it's like an unknown. Like I don't think there's ever mention of that anywhere. You think so? In any like comics or it could be wrong. I feel like we're gonna be doing housekeeping with this next yeah. week. I just. I'm just calling it now. I there's definitely. I feel like everything in Star Wars has been like defined. Yeah. And like, that's the thing that I don't like about certain Star Wars things where people like they get so accurate like do you know how many midichlorians he has like I don't care like (laughs) I just like want to see like lightsaber battles and action and like silly droids like that's what I want to see out of Star Wars I'm sure there's I mean I we should have a bet on this like I feel like I think that there is a species for like whatever Yoda is but everyone's just gonna call him Baby Yoda like just until he has a name he's Baby Yoda in my mind do you think we'll get do you think it's a whole planet of them, or do you think they're just oh, just maybe. a few scattered? I think there's a few scattered because if there was like a whole planet of them, like it wouldn't be that valuable to like kill this one, and it's like a baby, and like yeah. someone's like, oh, I'll give you like ten million whatever currency, which right. I mean, we discussed this off air about the that's my like one critique about the Mandalorian so mm-hmm. far is like the first episode they're talking about, oh, I only have four ruples or seven yen or whatever like i mean like i don't really know what these like imperial like i get what an imperial credit is obviously like the imperial is like bad and like that's their currency and like the 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 imperial army was like at this point this is post return of the jedi right so Mm -hmm. this is like after the death star was destroyed and all that so like the empire is like kind of like like on the down low at this point so like 
is there, is, does their money even spend? Like, I don't know these things, and I feel like I shouldn't have to know these things. Like, yeah, I think, I don't know if it's said anywhere, I think it takes place, like, 20-ish years before The Force Awakens. Okay. That's what I was told. So, yeah, I think it's it's a really, really sick show. I like the, I like that the currency is actually what's melted into the armor. I love that. That was really cool. Um, That's, like, direct, like, my money is going to this thing. Like, yes. I wish we had that. <laughs> and it's, like... When that that scene, first off, seeing like a female like in like the like bounty hunter gear, like yeah. curves and swerves and everything, <laughs> like like they did that in um with Captain Phasma. But like if you didn't hear the voice, you wouldn't know that it was like a female stormtrooper. Yeah. But like they did it right with this character. Unfortunately, I don't know who the name is and what the actress who's portraying her is. Yep. But I was like loving that. I was like, oh look at this, like a female like badass like Mandalorian. Like, Mandalorian, yeah. yeah. Like blacksmith, like breaking yep. gender norms. I was like so here for her. I was like, I don't know her, but I love her already. Yep. Um, and I think that's so cool. And it reminds me of, like a video game, like playing like Link or something, and like where you get like different items as like the game goes on. Yeah. Or, like upgrade old... your shoulder. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Really cool. And I'm like, you know, for a fact, like that's gonna happen throughout the series. Like he's getting like a new belt or like a new helmet or like yep. new boots and like. Well, his chest plate gets destroyed from that the thing in the cave. Yeah. So. so. She's gonna have to go back. She might be back. The, Definitely. The curvy Mandalorian. And like, couldn't you see this just like being a video game, like doing a mission, and then like getting whatever that element is, and mm-hmm. like going to that like female, yeah, exactly, woman, uh, female bounty hunter, and then like getting your new piece of armor. Like Disney, like make this video game. Like you know what's coming out. Like <laughs> right. It's. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Like this show is like making me like really excited about Star Wars again. Yeah. So I watched episodes one and two back to back the other day and it was like i wish the movies were that good like i loved it yeah um and they're very different too the first episode is all geared around um like infiltrating that camp and getting the target basically and he's working with the droid the the bounty hunter droid that's in there um and then the second one is such a different tone where he's he, he's almost more of this like fatherly figure to this um baby the target yeah Ugh. so pretty cool baby yoda i i texted you this yesterday when i watched um uh, when i watched episode two mm-hmm. and i was like baby yoda's the t like everybody <laughs> is disney or like whoever does their merchandise like better be pumping out those baby yoda like dolls for right. christmas oh yeah like they better be like putting the machine behind this like their merchandise for that because like one of my friends was saying yesterday like he was disappointed that he can't have Baby Yoda as his icon for Disney Plus. Oh yeah, um, it's yeah. It would have been a spoiler. I'm sure they'll have it. Yeah, because uh, th- there was nothing about that in any trailer, so that was cool. That yeah. was a big reveal. It was at the such end of a shock. One. Yeah. Speaking of like, who is your icon for Disney Plus? Uh, right now it's Kylo Ren. Okay. Kristen is in love. Kristen, my wife, is in love with uh, Kylo Ren. Adam Driver. It's weird, right? Yeah. No, but you know, it's fine. It's Star Wars. I like it. Can't um, complain. I, I mean, you're not gonna ask me, but I'm gonna tell you who mine is. <laughs> what's, um, yeah, what's yours? Mine was originally was Woody, and then I changed it to Wally. Okay. Cool. Um, I don't. It's so. I feel like overwhelmed, like having to pick like one. Mm-hmm. Like there's. I feel like there's so many good ones. I've heard if you do it online too, if you go on the computer, yep. and change it from their website, there's actually a lot more selections. That's where I did it was on the computer. Okay, gotcha. Because on PlayStation where I'm doing it, there's, I think, three different... It's like Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel. Okay. And there's probably 20 in each. It's not a ton because someone on my account has the Genie, which is not 
an option for me. I didn't see the genie online. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're adding new ones as they go too, though. Yeah. Because I don't remember seeing the genie. Right. Um, so, fun yeah. fact too, I signed up for um, Verizon Fios for the, the house I'm moving into. And it comes with a free year of Disney+. Plus. Wow. So that's what I'm going to be doing for a yeah. bit. Verizon spa, uh, Fios is non-sponsored. Neither is Disney Plus. They, yeah, I mean, if let, you guys sponsor us, yeah, if you guys want to, like, go ahead. I'm sure there are plenty of Verizon reps out there. <laughs> yeah, listening yeah. and non- scoping us out. Non-sponsored. Um, <laughs> so back to the Mandalorian, really mm-hmm. quickly. So, what do you think about like the new characters? I like them. I think. Um, <laughs> well, how do you feel about? There's only two two real characters right now, and yep. one of them it seems like was left on a planet that the mandalorian i don't think he doesn't have a name yet right the mandalorian does not have no a... i think even i just checked imdb and his name just says the mandalorian okay i mean i know it's pedro pascal in the <laughs> yeah, let's just call him pedro um <laughs> i like this is like so weird and like maybe i'm like the only person and i'm always like saying like who's hot and who's not in this podcast but like yeah. Something about, like, his personality and the way he carries himself, I'm like, the Mandalorian's, like, kind of hot. Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> he's just, like, so badass, but, like, I mean, like, you know, like, oh, he has tragic backstory, but, like, you know, he's, like you said, when he's, like, fathering, like, that baby Yoda, but he's, like, he doesn't want to show that he's, like, mm-hmm. like, soft, but, right. like, you know that there's, like, you know there's, like, a softy in there, like, yeah. deep down. And, like, I mean, he doesn't need to protect it like he's doing. Yeah. So, I mean, he's getting destroyed by whatever that thing is in the cave, and he's going out of his way to, like, pull the, yeah. the baby, the 50-year-old baby, out of the way. So. Oh, my God. And just the scene stealer of, like, I love that CGI can be a scene stealer with freaking Baby Yoda, like, <laughs> lifting up that, like, giant, like, rhino, whatever yeah. the hell that was. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're was awesome. jumping from episode one and two, like, all it's over all the good. place. But um, that thing went out, like such a loser though like yeah, with dude. one knife like yeah. to like the throat and, and then the egg too at the end oh my god it was Would so you... gross we were having a discussion yesterday i watched it with my brother and and my best friend um and we were discussing like would you eat that egg i mean we eat eggs now yeah it was it... all like, hairy though yeah it was hairy, but on the end it was yeah fresh out of the egg they were eating it though i don't know yeah i wouldn't do it like that and <laughs> i don't know like and we're just get, like, what do you think it tastes like? Do you think it's like sweet or like savory? <laughs> they didn't think about this. I don't know. Do you have thoughts on that? I like, I, I feel like I'm not creative because I was like, oh, I feel like it just like tastes like egg. Like it just tastes yeah, like right. egg yolk. But like my brother was like, I think it tastes sweet. Like, like, but those Jawas were like super excited about it. So it yeah. probably tastes like really good. Right. Um, and I also kind of respect the Jawas. Like, I'm sorry, I'm going. That's right, they're Jawas. I called them Ewoks earlier. Uh, oh, there's some housekeeping. Yeah, well, Star Wars fans are coming for you. <laughs> uh, the oh, I hope we do get Ewoks though. I I will be here for that. Be I know pe- yeah. People hate Ewoks, but I'd be. They're here kind for of like it. the Jar Jar Binks species of the uh, the original trilogy. Yeah, like it's like no one wants it. They're so cute though. Yeah. Well, Jaja Binks is, like, annoying. Well, they're kind of annoying, too. But they're cute, at least. Like, Jaja yeah. Binks is not cute. Like, I think this show is going to be so well done that I'm even fine. Like, if they go to, like, the Gungan planet with, like, Jaja Binks, I know that's never going to happen. But, like, I'd be fine with it. Like, because yeah. I know it's going to be, like, done way better than it was done, like, the first time around. So. Right. Um, so Isn't uh, Naboo still... It still exists at this point? I don't even know. I feel like there's no mention of it. I don't know. Shoulder yeah, shrugging. Who cares? Yeah, like who cares? Like who cares? Gone. Yeah, I feel That's like Disney starred. does not care about those movies at all. Right, and they're not gonna like promote them in any way. Yep. Like you, when you go to like the Walt Disney parks and they do like those like stage shows and like firework displays and all that stuff. Like I feel like they barely promote one, two, and three. Yeah. Right. 
I mean, there's Darth Maul, but that's really it. Yeah. Because he's a cool looking character. Exactly. Because he'd never really mattered in that movie. Yeah, that's why I was so surprised that they were doing the Ewan McGregor miniseries that's coming to Disney Plus. Yep. Because um, I was like, oh, like, because that's the first time I've seen them do anything um, with like that older trilogy plus the that weird thing. Solo. That... The very end of Solo with Darth Maul. Yeah. But they just want to use that character. That's why. Yeah. yeah. If they do another Solo, which. I think it's going to. Well, I think originally there was a plan for at least one sequel of Solo. I'm not sure now. <laughs> But um, I was hoping at the very least, like, getting a Darth Maul appearance in an Obi-Wan spinoff would be... I mean, that's, like, his his main villain, basically. the His main, like, enemy. Maybe they'll do... Maybe not a movie, but maybe they'll do, like, another miniseries on Disney+. Plus. Like, Emilia Clark, what is she doing now? Like, Game of Thrones is over. Like, she can do it. Yeah, like, true. It's not like Disney, like... That Mandalorian, like... <laughs> that's a really expensive show. Like, you know, those actors are getting paid well to do it. Mm-hmm. It's not like, Oh, you're on like a sitcom or an, an NBC. Like this is like big budget. So the quality of that show, even compared to like something like stranger things, the CGI is like way, way beyond what you see on Netflix. And I don't know if it's just like, because it's brand new and things have come a long way in even the last three years, but the budget is definitely there. John Favreau like doesn't mess around. No, that it, the budget is like Disney threw all their budget at this. Like if you watch this and then you watch Pixar IRL, like you <laughs> you see where the budget went. Right. Um, so a two dollar die job. The last thing I wanted to say about um, about the Mandalorian was I wanted to mention IG Eleven. I okay. think his name is the droid that we see in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Who? Spoiler alert! Like fast forward like ten seconds from here if you like don't want spoilers. Um, gets basically killed i guess right. at the end of the first episode Rip. but that scene where they're like in the shootout that was everything that i was cool like i was already bought. just swiveling around oh, yeah. just he destroying was, everyone like i can like only like perform like what he was doing <laughs> but he was voguing the house down like he was like he was giving us lines i was like is this pose on fx like he was just like <laughs> full on like i was like this is a gay man or like a, like this kid this is like this is another like I wrote, I wrote down in my notes, like, there's, like, a new gay droid in town. Because the way that he was <laughs> voguing, like, that's not a straight droid. I'm like, C-3PO is shook. Like, this is the new queen of droids here. Like, <laughs> when he was giving us lines, I was like, I want to see him on, like, the next season of po- Pose. Like, category is Star Wars realness. And then the droid walks out and is, like, posing, <laughs> shooting those guns. Like, yeah. t- tens across the board for <laughs> IG-11. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Sorry. <laughs> No, it was necessary. Um, do you want to mention Lady and the Tramp at all? I know it's kind of we're kind of hopping around here, but I haven't seen the live action Lady and the Tramp yet, so we can come back to this. But anything you want to say, just like kind of thumbs up, thumbs down. Like I haven't seen like the original Lady and the Tramp in like eons. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really remember it at all. Uh, I like it's very spotty for me. Um, and then the only thing, I mean, so. When I sat down and watched this, I watched this the other night with my husband. He's, like, never seen Lady in the Tramp before. And I was mm-hmm. like, he, like, love. we are big dog lovers. Yep. So he, like, anything, like, with dogs in it, we'll, like, we'll watch. Like, and I, that's what I feel like this movie is for. Like, like I don't want to drag this movie. I feel like it's not good. Like, if this was in theaters, I would definitely want to see it. Yeah. But as a free thing on Disney+, Plus, I mean, it's fine. Like, it's it's not Mandalorian quality. 
I will say I feel like the animals like emote a lot better in this than they did in like the Lion King. Yep. But it's also kind of weird the way they did it. So I'm like, eh, like the eyes kind of like express a little bit. I don't know. I don't. I'm kind of like, mm, I don't know. And like, Lady's character like laughs a lot, and like for some reason like that makes me shudder. I don't know. It was creeping me out. Like when the dog was laughing, he's like. <laughs> and like seeing it come out of the dog's mouth, I was like, ooh, I don't like that. That's like uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I just don't want to see things where animals talk anymore, I don't think. Yeah. Um, I think I'm like I'm all set with that. Yeah, they don't but, need to do that anymore. But if you if you're an animal lover and mm-hmm. you have like little kids like that like love dogs, like this is like a super cute movie to like watch with like little kids. Um it's not offensive in any way. Like it's like a three out of five movie. Like it's just like right in the middle. It's like okay, mm-hmm. except unless you're playing name that scene. Three out of five is a good score, but in this case, <laughs> it's an average score. Right. Um, but it's it's fine. Um, there's cute like the beginning part of the movie, like when Lady's a puppy. Like it's very relatable if you've had a puppy. Like tries to like get into the bed with the parents, and mm-hmm. it's like super cute. Right. But yeah. It's it's a lot less racist than the first one because they good. they did a new song for the Siamese cats. Oh, they um, did a very forgettable song. Like I feel like it was like written in like five minutes. Like, it was like be prepared. They talked it out. It was like a <laughs> new song, but I don't. Different. It's so like non memorable. It seemed like a a song that's in like a made for DVD like Disney movie. Like okay, it just not memorable at all. They honestly could have just cut the scene from the movie. Yeah, I feel like. What they probably wanted to do was like, we don't want to cut this scene, but we want to make it less racist. So like, we're gonna like do it, but yep. eh. they made like some changes. I don't know. It was it's fine. Like, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't recommend it, but it, it's there. I would recommend <laughs> it for like little kids, yeah, or like people that love dogs. Like if, but other than that, I mean, I think people will like it. I just don't think it's like, oh my god, like must see. So do you want to close out um, Disney Plus with the... So we talked about Forky asks asks a question and um, Pixar IRL. Last week. Last week. Do you want to um, say anything about those? I actually, I liked Forky. I thought it was pretty cool. I think it was great for little kids. It was definitely meant for like five-year-olds, but I, I could find... I could see like little kids finding it hilarious. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. The problem is that episodes are like probably three to five minutes long. So your your kid would need a lot of these to be entertained. Yeah. You would need a whole season. And there's only 10. So yeah. 30 minutes. Like when this season's all out, you can watch the whole thing on like your lunch break. Yeah, right. Um, it's cute. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I agree. The episode length is like, it's good for like, if you're just like, I, I have five minutes to like watch something on Disney Plus. <laughs> Perfect. But yep. like, I don't think it's like worth like signing in on your app. It's not like YouTube, you know, like right. where I have, or like on a Facebook thing where you like have five minutes to watch a video. Like if you're going to Disney Plus or like Netflix or any other streaming service, mm-hmm. like you're sitting, you're, you're going to like obviously invest time to watch something. Right. So like, I don't think, I feel like this would have been better for something that was like a Facebook exclusive. Yeah. Or something. Um. I mean, it's in the shorts section, yeah. so I guess it works there, but it's it's really short even compared to the shorts. Like, those are 10, you know, yeah. 15 minutes sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think I appreciate it. They were funny. I thought they were funny and, like, somewhat educational. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like It's always said, a lesson. One thing I will say that I don't like, and this is, like, super nitpicky, I don't like the way it is on Disney+, Plus, where, like, if I go to Forky, they're all separate albums. 
Mm-hmm. Like they're not in within like one season. Like the Mandalorian, if you go to Mandalorian, you have like episode one and two where these like four. Oh, they're scattered because they're shorts. Yeah. So it's like Forky uh. asks, what is money? And then it's like Forky like asks, like, what is fr- a friend or weird. something? So it's not linked as a series. Mm-mm. So I don't like that. That's weird. I know that. I hope they like fix that in like their next like updates. Yep. Um, there's, I mean, going into that, like, what do you think about the platform itself? Like so far? I like it. I feel like I opened it up and looking at everything, like like all the different categories laid out, it almost seemed like a recommended for me. Like mm-hmm. I'm just so I didn't realize how much I really liked Disney, but I was like, oh, my God, I want to watch all this stuff. This is great. <laughs> I think my biggest complaint with the platform right now is the buffering, which I mentioned to you the other day, um, instead of pausing and giving you like a little like pinwheel, like loading the image freezes and the audio continues playing. I don't know if that's an issue that only I'm having, but I've had it on multiple devices now and it's super annoying. So basically, if you're watching, you're watching the Mandalorian, you basically the it'll freeze on like an image and then you'll just hear the conversation continue. It doesn't it never catches up. It'll continue playing the audio for the rest of the episode if you don't pause it and rewind it. No, oh, that's so it was super annoying because you have... need to go back on like 20 <clears throat> seconds and then you're like rewatching the same thing over and over just to get through an episode. Yeah, I haven't experienced that yet, but that sounds like super annoying. Yep. Um, I know when they launched, they were experienced like crashes and all kinds of things because yep. they weren't prepared for the amount of subscribers that they got on launch day yep i subscribed the the day before just to see i was like oh i wonder if they'll let you like peep the catalog a little bit mm-hmm. they didn't um <laughs> so i wonder if so i don't know why for whatever reason i mean i know why like a lot of people subscribed so that it crashed and like there was a lot of issues i saw there was like this wreck it ralph loading screen that like everyone was like posting on twitter yep and but i will say like disney plus they they tweeted out they're like we weren't expecting this large of a uh outcome and like mm-hmm. we're looking to fix it and like that night i went home and i like played something on disney plus and it worked fine so i don't think like it was that extreme i just think it was like the afternoon everyone was subscribing like everyone was like watching and it was just like the server couldn't handle it but i feel yep. like they they resolved that problem like fairly quickly yep um i haven't really seen many complaints still coming through on like twitter and social media i would love to know like what the number of subscribers were um coming in and maybe i'll get that number for next week and we can like discuss that but i didn't research that because i would love to know like what they were kind of expecting and like what they got i'm sure like i mean it was like overwhelming for them absolutely yeah i'm surprised how how big it has gotten honestly like i knew it was going to be huge but um it's everywhere it's all over the internet every single person is posting or talking about it it's it's really cool yeah, I thought it was going to be mostly just, like, people that, like, love Disney. Like, we're, like us. Like, people like us that, like, we go to Disney World and we, like, see every new Pixar movie that comes out in theaters or, yep. like, whatever it is. But, or, like, and we also love Star Wars. And, like, so I felt like this is perfect for us. But, like, I'm seeing so many people, like, that I know that, like, aren't really big Disney fans that are subscribing just because, like, oh, I love that Gargoyles is on here. And, like, mm-hmm. Chippendale Rescue Rangers and Darkwind Duck and, like, all right. these things that we grew up with or... Even, like, there's, like, a lot of people that were, like, so happy that every season of The Simpsons was on there. Or Hannah Montana or, like, That's So Raven and, like, all that type of stuff. There's, like, so much different, like, diverse content on this platform. Do you want to, uh, we'll talk about this before it's completely irrelevant. Yes. Um, this is from two weeks ago, The Little Mermaid Live. Yes. 
So I know you have a ton of notes. I have thoughts. I thought it was really cool if I can start off. I think my main complaint with it is the bouncing back and forth between two different types of media going from the live performance back to the animated film. Um, you sort of get attached to one and then it rips you back in the other direction and then you're back over here. So I kind of wish, I mean, I like how they did it and how they told the whole story, but I kind of wish we got more live sort of acting rather than just the musical portion. It would have been kind of nice to have little scenes leading into it and then just kind of reference the animated film and you know, maybe condense it a little bit. That's my thought. I'm actually going to disagree with you like 100%. Okay. Um, because I actually thought that's what made it really interesting. Mm-hmm. Have They've done a bunch of these like live musicals before and they've been like horrendous because they've just people have forgotten their lines or they're just like they're just so messy i think remembering like a lot of these people that they've had cast in this they're like singers mm-hmm. by trade yep. i mean sorry john stamos isn't but um so learning a song is much easier than like learning like so many lines right um and then like acting for like if you're not a broadway actor or like a, a trained like theatrical actor it's like really hard like you could get like I don't know. I can't think of somebody because I don't know people's acting backgrounds, but say like Julia Roberts, who's like a great actress, but like she's might have never done Broadway acting and like might be like flounder doing like live because they're doing this live in front of an audience on TV. Yep. So like Julia Roberts could look like terrible and like she's a great actress. So they've done that before and they're never getting Julia Roberts. They're getting like Carrie Underwood, who like I love. She's a great singer, but like is she an actress? Like, mm-hmm. not really. Like, why is she playing the lead in Sound of Music and, like, acting on TV and, like... That's a good point. ...floundering? Yep. Um, speaking of... Flounder. <laughs> um, hashtag justice for flounder. Um, f- flounder on this thing was the one thing I just dis- disliked. So but, what was the problem with flounder like, um, in in particular? It was just, just it's a puppet? It was the cheapest looking puppet ever. It would look like it was made by, like, a kindergarten classroom like it was (laughs) i don't understand why they couldn't just like it didn't look realistic it didn't Mm -hmm. look like a real fish so and but it did also didn't look anything like the flounder from like the little mermaid it was like a different shape he just looked like terrible he looked like a jim henson reject (laughs) i don't know why they like didn't just like get a stuffed animal from like the disney store of like the actual flounder like that would have been way better true he's not like he had to act or say anything he just like kind of like looked dead eye at the camera like on like a piece of fishing wire like it it was terrible i got like that was like the one thing i didn't like about this um whatever you call this musical special Mm -hmm. was flounder Okay. Like they did him so dirty. Like <laughs> Flounder deserves better than what they did to him. Mm-hmm. Um, even like on Broadway, like sometimes they'll have like someone in like, a, like have you ever seen like The Lion King on Broadway? Yep. Like something like that would have been better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, more impressive for sure. <laughs> so, so you mentioned what you didn't like about it. What were some things that you did like about this? Um, the main thing that comes to mind is Queen Latifah as Ursula perfect casting i know you're going to talk a little bit about the fashion piece of course and we talked about um when we were we were watching it we talked about the transition from her her costume with all the the tentacles yeah to uh, coming down and then having the like scarf type yeah. thing that was a tentacle super cool like the, absolutely killed it great the, casting 
this shows you this whole thing, the whole, and I have this in my notes that this was the most drag thing I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> this shows you RuPaul's influence on like current media, mm-hmm. like RuPaul right now. Like I know, I mean, that's like, very niche. But, like, is killing it, doing, like, three freaking seasons of Drag Race a year. Like, winning Emmys. Like, she's won the host Emmy and RuPaul's Drag Race has won the best reality show, like, the past two years for Emmy. So, like, mm-hmm. obviously, other people are going to look at, like, why is this show so popular? Like, why are people loving this? Um, and the, that Queen Latifah, like, that like that reveal. Like, drag queens have been doing that for, like, a million years. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're doing it on TV now. So, and just, like, that mermaid scene, the... Um, I am not ashamed to say this. Like the, I have the, if you if you don't know that this live Little Mermaid, whatever they called it, the wonderful the wonderful world of Disney presents Little Mermaid live. That was what it was called. Okay, um, long title, very long. Um, the soundtrack's available on Spotify, so I have it on my library, okay. and I'm like living for it. I think it's so good. The <laughs> my personal favorite is the Daughters of Trident scene. Yep, when. First off, I didn't really. I knew some of the cast. I knew um, Al, Al, Ali Cravalho. I looked this up. Is and that I how you actually, pronounce that? It's Alihi oh. Cravalho. Okay. Um, I'm gonna get back to her because I have so much to say about Alihi and her performance. Okay. Um, but the daughters of Triton scene where they have first so drag the costumes, the costume department for this whole thing outdid themselves. It was yep. amazing. But that scene was so great. Like Amber Riley from uh, from Glee, uh, she played Mercedes on Glee. When she came out, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I didn't know she was in this." I was like, "Mercedes, like work, like coming up, <laughs> killed that performance." So, like that song, like in the original, like it's just so like oh, like I forgot it was like even in like the little yeah like, exactly. But they made it seem so important, like the costumes and like the mermaids, and they had like women of like all different colors and sizes and i'm like oh king trident has like got around like he's like these these girls are not related like they're all different and i'm like but i was like loving that i was like oh look at like it was like nice seeing like some full-figured mermaids and yeah. like seeing like different races and like it was exciting like what was like what was like some of your what did you think of like i want to ask you this some of the newer songs that were in this like did you find them like rememberable or um huh that's a good question. I like so. I mean, I think the the songs that are from the animated film obviously stood out more to me. Of course, um, I like that. Like Prince Eric had a reprise that was pretty cool. The John Stamos thing was fun. In like, you know, it wasn't good, but it was entertaining. Uh, it's weird casting. It's super weird. It was very weird. I will say like. Of the soundtrack, like when I do listen to it, yep. like I skip that just yeah. because oh, yeah. it's just the song itself is just it's like, fun annoying. to watch, but you don't need to. Yeah, exactly. To it. it was as a visual, I liked it because they had like those like little kids in those crab costumes. It was yeah. kind of stupid looking, but like at the same time, I was like, it's like, I mean, how else are they gonna do? Like, I liked that better than Flounder. Yeah, like to me, I was like, it's just, it's kind of campy, but I'm like, it's good. Mm-hmm. What I will say about all the performances, like all the actors, they all gave everything 150%. Like John Stamos was like feeling his fantasy as that French chef. Like he yep. he gave like everything to that performance. Same thing with the Queen Latifah, like living for Ursula. Right. Um, Shaggy. Also, we haven't even gotten there yet. Ugh. So good. Oh my God. Like, do we love a redemption story? For, like, not that he has anything <laughs> to redeem, but like. Shaggy, like, where you've, where have you been? Like, we haven't seen you in so many years, but like, right. comes out and like, okay, like, like we're here for Shaggy. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, I mean, it's an obvious cast, but I would have never thought of it. Like, right. him playing Sebastian was like perfect. 
and he killed his performances. Like he was so good. Right. Like those are my two favorite performances from that. Well, I don't know. I really like the daughters of Trident, but like the whole there was a ton of energy from every actor actress out there, and they just like they made you want to be there. Yeah. Like I've never I've never wanted to be in theater, but I was like that looks so fun. Well, the <laughs> audience got like props like yeah. at the beginning and like the fathoms below, like right from the beginning, like they. They had that huge sip scene and they had people like spinning on like the, the mast and like the costumes are like over the top. Mm-hmm. And like they had the people in the audience and they had like those like towels or like sh- like silk ribbons or something. And okay. they were like moving them back and forth and like look like the ocean with like the ship. Not and cool. then like another scene. I don't remember what else they were. There was like a, oh, the, um, the Les Poissons with the John Sims. They all yep. had like crab hands. Like if you were sitting in that like front area of that stage yep those people had the time of their life that was probably like the best thing they've ever done in their oh life. yeah it looked like a blast mm-hmm. kiss the girl was really really cool too yeah. how they were wheeling them around in the boat did you see that yeah i thought that was like so awesome was, yeah the coolest thing it took me so i feel like like the story of the little mermaid like her giving up her voice for like a man that like she's like <laughs> giving up her talent that for was a really man. bad when you say it like that i mean that's what it's about yeah. let's be honest and she gives up her talent for like this man that she doesn't even know. Like when the first scene when like Prince Eric comes out, I'm like, mm, like I don't know, like not really worth it. But yep. in the kiss the girl scene, I was like, okay, I'm starting to see it now. But I don't know if I would have given my voice for him. <laughs> mm, yeah, like I don't know. Yeah. Um, but one thing that's really weird about that movie in general, he like he sees her on the beach after she gives up her voice. Yep, and then he's like oh, you can't speak. You must not be the girl that I... It's like, are you that? Like, that's all you care about is this girl's voice? Yeah. Like, what a weirdo. Yeah. But I did like that if you... So this is where I kind of liked that they mixed the medias mm-hmm. a little bit. Because Prince Eric in, like, the original... Like, just the cartoon, yep. he's, like, kind of shallow. Like, just based off of, like, what we know about him. It's like, he sees her... Like you said, he she's obviously beautiful and she has a great voice or whatever. And, like, that's what he falls in love with. And yep. then, like, when Ursula transforms herself to, like, Vanessa, he just, like, drops her like a bad habit. I think he's, like, kind of hypnotized, but still. Yeah. But, like, he seems like a very shallow character. And then, mm-hmm. like, when he, like, instantly goes back to Ariel and he's like, oh, I knew it was you. Like, wait, I'm so confused. Like, did you, though? Like, did you? You know, five minutes ago, you were over here with this girl. Yeah. But with the fact that they gave him, like, they gave him two songs in this. Mm-hmm. Um, well, once... Uh, a song for him and then there's one that's i think it's a duet i know i've listened to the soundtrack this um her voice which she like talks about oh my god her voice it's like haunting me like the first time i heard it like i knew she was the one and like and he kind of sings about like how like she's beautiful like this ariel but like i don't know if that's her because like i like the voice was like what's like pulled me in with this girl so i was like oh okay i understand a little bit better like Mm -hmm. i just wanted to be that that girl that i met on the beach the one that like saved my life or whatever yeah okay and then i liked that i mean that they gave more opportunities to hear um auli he um sing because she's just like so amazing yeah i think she was much better in moana like i i really i like her voice a lot and i think she is a great character and she's like very relatable in moana for mm-hmm. some reason mm-hmm. i'm not even a polynesian girl i know you guys can't see me but <laughs> <laughs> yeah like she was just a little it, like pitchy here and there like awesome awesome voice but i think maybe one of the weaker performances really live. yeah that's a hot take yeah see, it's kind I, of a hot take for me because like i had in my notes like she's no joke because i thought that she was like 
amazing. Yeah. Um, because I don't know, they had her like suspended in the air. Yeah, like, that's true. I mean, she's like, singing she, and she's upside down. Yeah, and, like, like I just thought like that some of the things that they had her do and still had to sing live, and she had to sing a lot. I think of like, I think there's like seven performances, and she was like a part of like four of them. She yeah. even had to sing like with an Under the Sea, which I thought sure, was yeah. kind of cute. They kind of switched back and forth. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cute. Like some of the lines in mm-hmm. it, and then she's like Under the Sea, yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm like oh, that's yeah. kind of cute. Like they gave her more of a personality. Yep. Um. And I think Aoli, he like sold it too. Yep. See, where you said Queen Latifah was like killed it, I think there were some lines in her, uh, in Poor Unfortunate Souls yep. that are, I think are a little cringy. Okay. Um, I wonder if we can put the clip in here, but the part where she's like, as a whole, I've been a saint. It's so cringy that I'm like, ooh, like, I don't know why she held the note like that. Okay. Um, One thing that I thought was really cringy. Um, from Alihi um, mm-hmm. was the part of your world reprise. This is not actually in the animated film. When it when she's on the the rock, mm-hmm. it, it has like a beach, yep. uh, like water background. And for whatever reason, she goes up an octave. She goes super high and holds out this like ridiculous high note that's just slightly off. Okay, and because it's such a prominent note it it like it hurts yeah because <laughs> it's off and you're just like oh god like stop yeah stop she's not doing that she's never been in front of people like this as far mm-hmm. as i know i don't know what she's done before moana but she's a voice actress yeah i fe- i felt that way in the kiss the girl scene because yep. uh i think graham phillips is the the gentleman that played um prince, prince eric, eric yep and that's like I said, Nat scene, he sold it for me because at the beginning, like his first couple performances, I was like, oh, this guy's kind of like a cornball. Mm-hmm. But in the kiss the girl scene, like it was just facial because they're not singing. It's just, just, sh- at each other, it's just yeah. shaggy and they're looking at each other. He's like, m- like mugging the camera, like his facial expressions. I'm like, oh, he's an actor. Yeah. And um, I sat down, me and my husband watch it. And uh, my husband, Adiel, said, oh, she she, you could tell she's more of the singer and he's more of the actor. Yep. And I'm like, you could totally see, because he looked like, and I was like, oh, he's kind of hot here. Because like, he's like, <laughs> the way he was looking at her, I'm like, he looked like, oh, I like really like you and I want to kiss you right now. Which mm-hmm. he was kind of like, mm, like, I don't, I wasn't feeling that energy from her. Yep. Um, so he definitely beat her. In Where it almost should have been the other way around. She's the one that wanted. Exactly. That. Yeah. And I wasn't getting that from her. Like you said, she's, but as a singer, I think that she's like so good. I agree. And yep. One last thing, because we did touch upon Shaggy. Like, whoever dressed Shaggy for this, yeah. two thumbs down. Two thumbs down, yeah. Um, that shiny red costume didn't do it for you. I get it. Like, <laughs> oh, he's a crab. And he's like... In, they could have just broke it up a little bit. I think what they should... they Just like a red leather jacket like opened with maybe like... I kept thinking like a black and white like striped shirt underneath and maybe like black jeans or something. Like, he's not going to look like a crab like anyways... Why put him in like the male version of like the oops I did it again outfit? You like, know who he kind of looks like? Do you know the um I hate this movie. <laughs> Hot take. Okay. Um the throne room from The Last Jedi. You know those guys in the red? Yeah. The red like stormtrooper guys. The ones that get like If he had a helmet on, he legit would have been that guy. Yeah, it's same just same shiny red costume. And it looked like there was like stitching like under like where the armpit areas was. Yeah. Like it was like it wasn't a it wasn't like a jacket that zipped up. It was like mm-hmm. a pullover. But it was like also leather and like clunky, and I felt like it it limited Shaggy on his like 
the way he could move his body. Right. Like he, I feel like it limited his movement. I feel like if it was just a regular, like just regular leather, red leather jacket, like open with like a t-shirt underneath, like something really cool, like yeah, give him like red sunglasses or something like just, I don't know. I felt like, or like a red fedora would have been like cute, like something like, I feel like they kind of were like, oh, let's make him look like Sebastian. Like if, unless you're going to sew eight legs on that, that costume, then that was like a bad choice. Yeah. But other than that, I thought the it looks more like like armor than like a, a shell to me. It know? didn't look nautical. It didn't look crab. It didn't look. It looked more like like you said, spacey. Yeah. Um, or like armor of yeah. some like like you said something from Star Wars or like I said, oops, I did it again. Like that's all I could think of the whole time. I was like, is <laughs> I that forgot about that? Yeah. I was like, I don't really know what that yeah. is. Um, but cool. So do you want to wrap up with the top three? Yep. We will go right into our top three characters that deserve a spinoff. So I have a mix of characters. We'll do our top three. I have more than three, too, just so we don't have that overlap. Do you want to start this time? Sure. So this is like a very odd one, and I'm actually surprising myself that I'm putting this on my list. Okay. Don't don't peep my list. Right, I see you. I see. I, him, I glance. You have to see him looking over at my list. I'm like, no, no, no. Keep your eyes on your own paper. <laughs> um, my number three is the fairy godmother from Cinderella. Okay. I know that's like a really odd choice, but she just comes out of nowhere in that movie, and I just think that that would be a cool either like a TV show or like a cool movie to mm-hmm. like. Like she's so powerful, and like I want to like know a little bit more about her. Like, why is she is she just Cinderella's godmother? Is she does she help other people? Like, I kind of want to like know more about. Her. I think that could be like an interesting story to tell. Like, and she's like an older woman in this. Like, maybe showing her like a little bit younger. Are there other fairy godmothers? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to like rip off like fairly odd parents, but like I feel like there could be something there with that. Yep. Um, if it was done right mm-hmm. and with the right casting. Right. It's a good choice. How about you? What's your number three? Um, huh, I didn't really rank them. Um, oh. I will say, I'm just gonna pick one of these. I like the idea of the the villain spinoffs. I like mm-hmm. Maleficent. I mean, I don't think Maleficent was a great movie, but oh. I like the idea of Maleficent. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm gonna go with uh, a prequel of Jafar. Okay. I think that would be kind of cool. Live action, not like young but i mean how old is jafar i'm thinking more like the animated jafar. it depends yeah because the animated one i feel like he's a lot older than like the hunky one that's in like the new <laughs> movie yeah so i'm picturing like a we'll say like early 20s jafar maybe even younger than that getting his start and maybe some uh backstory of like his parents how he ended up so evil yeah, do you why think he... he wants the lamp so bad? Maybe just some context. It's stuff that doesn't matter, mm-hmm. but I think it would be cool, and there's an opportunity there. Do they think they could make him sympathetic? Because I feel like he's one of the most evil characters that, like, he has, like, no redeeming qualities at all. Yeah, well, they need to give him a really tragic backstory as to why he wants the lamp in the first place mm-hmm. and why he wants power. Like, they need to show him, like, really getting destroyed <laughs> in I life. Could, I could see him having, like, a young love or something that yeah, like, like it could be cool gets like, like taken away from him right. some way or another yep um that makes him like jaded dark magic here and there and more like tricks at that level yeah. it wouldn't be anything like crazy like he's a sorcerer but yeah that'd be kind of cool he gets like that staff that like yeah there's like a magical element to that character yeah with his like 
hypnotized hypnotizing staff. Yeah. Edit that out. Um, so what do you have for two? So to continue the theme of villains, mm-hmm. and I feel like you probably have this character in your list. Um, yep. I have Ursula. I think that Ursula is one of the most interesting characters. Um, definitely one of the most interesting villains um, because she kind of hints at some of her backstory in The Little Mermaid. She's like, when I was in the palace, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ooh, I want to know more about that. Like, I want to sit down with her. I want to, like, go to brunch with Ursula and, like, hear her, like, story. <laughs> like, I want to, like, know a little bit more about it. Yep. Um, so I think that would be an interesting show. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Ursula's, like, she is a villain. I mean, what she's doing is shady. But I think there's, like, we see the way King Triton rules his kingdom. And I don't think that he is the best decision maker either. So I feel like they could make her somewhat redeeming, but going about it like the wrong way. She'd be kind of like an Anakin Skywalker type person. Like not bad, but like kind of like goes evil because she has like a tipping point. Yeah. Where she goes in that direction. Exactly. Where it becomes more self. I think she has like selfish tendencies, but Mm -hmm. I think Kin Triton also kind of has selfish tendencies too. And kind of, I could see that kind of power struggle. Right. Um, I can see Ursula having some sort of like relation to not like uh, like romantic, but I could see like some sort of twist where you're like, oh, wow, she was like really involved in the kingdom and mm-hmm. then was like she was like an outcast. I think that'd be kind of cool. And she's another one who is a sorcerer or like magic or a sea witch, as they say. Like, yep. what if like she used her magic for like good before or something like well, she can do good things, but they're always with a price. Yep. You know, maybe she didn't always have business like that. Maybe, but maybe someone made her that way. Maybe mm-hmm. like she did something good for someone, and they kind of like treated her bad. Maybe it was King Trident. Like maybe they could show her being sympathetic, yep. like in some way. Um, yeah, because there's some reason why she wants revenge. Yes. So. And I don't think that it's kind of cool. 100 her fault. Right. And. She didn't like. I feel like she doesn't really have a problem with Ariel. Ariel was just a pawn in her plan to just get back at King Trident. Exactly. It was just like a perfect opportunity, and she and she struck. So yep. I don't think that she's fully evil. I mean, she's pretty evil, but not like. I think there's reasons behind it. It's not just like not um, like Jafar evil. Yeah, Jafar. I think is just like he's just so self-serving. Where I think Ursula, like she's was hurt in the past, and like that's why she's like I'm coming for revenge. Mm-hmm. Who do you have for your number two? Uh, my number two are so it's actually a set of characters the seven dwarfs okay i think we could get a nice not live action but a we'll say like frozen like pixar i mean styled seven dwarfs that would be a prequel to snow white and it could be about them meeting again this is a bunch of stuff we don't need like (laughs) referring to like how han solo and like chewbacca met like no one cares Mm -hmm. like that sort of thing but I think it would be kind of cool, um, and it would give them an opportunity to expand that universe a little bit. It is, like, something very classic, something that's, like, very Disney. We don't really have much of. So I think that would be neat, and the characters could expand on their one-dimensional... Um, like, they have one emotion right now. They have one trait. That's yeah. They're named that. <laughs> yeah, grumpy, and he's grumpy. He's grumpy. <laughs> Boom. That's um, it. Sounds like Pixar IRL. <laughs> uh the seven to war uh, did you ever watch once upon a time when that was on tv mm-hmm. yep um a couple the, seasons yeah yeah same and then it, it got like extremely bad at least from my vantage point like i thought the first season was like really well done yeah and then like the second season was like okay and then it's just like just can i just stopped watching it i think yep. into the third season 
But I remember there was something with like the eighth dwarf on that and they like okay. killed it off. Do you remember that? No. Um, I don't think I watched that far. Um, and I feel like I could see them like doing some sort of plot point like that where there's like an eighth dwarf, but he's like evil. And like, that's like the villain of like the seven dwarfs hmm. or something like that. Like right. a twist villain. Except it would be really obvious if they all have the names. Yeah. And, and then it's like, no, it's like, obviously this one's not and they gonna could, stay around. They could do like a twist villain. Like they did in like Zootopia. It could be like the really like unassuming character. Like yeah. that's, and that could like break that type of thing where yeah. you're saying like, I don't know. It could be like, uh, is, there's already a happy where is there like something that's like really like it could be like trusty yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. something really obvious yeah, that's trust. gonna betray you yeah i like that actually <laughs> trusty shady oh my god that's so that is like the funniest thing i've heard trusty <laughs> trusty the trusty door i mean like just it's like, like well it couldn't be trusty i mean look at him he's, like, <laughs> he's, so, yeah, trustworthy. he's so trustworthy he's like manipulating dopey and like dopey can't even like talk about it and like yeah yeah that's a good idea. i'm excited actually excited for that let's start that'd be kind of cool Get Walt Disney on the phone. Yep. Uh, what do you have for... Uh, that was two, right? Oh, no, you did two. What's your number one? My number one is... And mine is also a grouping of characters as well. Okay. Um, mine is a Mufasa and Scar prequel. Uh, okay, cool. Um, I think that there is a lot of story to be told there. Mm-hmm. What, like, the sibling rivalry between them, I think, would be super interesting. Um, I think once again, I think Scar, like Ursula, could be seen as someone sympathetic, um, as like the Cain to Abel, like the brother that is completely not the favorite. Mm-hmm. Mufasa was first in line, and he was the one that like I would love to see the dynamic with the parents, or like I just think it would be super interesting and like kind of showing Scar's rise to evil, and then Mufasa being trained to be a king, and the kind of I think they could show both of them in both a positive slash negative light and kind of show maybe they had a good relationship before. Maybe the whole Mufasa becoming king strained that relationship. Like maybe there was decisions that Mufasa made that made Scar not accept him as a king. Mm -hmm. Maybe he was on board with it at first. And, you know, I think there's so much story that they could tell there. Yep. Also, like Scar has a scar. Like, where did he get that from? Like, did that come from Mufasa? Like, there's like a lot of stuff that I feel like could be told in a yep. very interesting way mm-hmm. um i mean plus i just love lion king so yeah more of that content would be great exactly i think it really depends on which scar we're getting for that movie though uh, i want sassy jeremy irons like yeah. i don't want the watered down version from the live action yeah, exactly i want like the really flamboyant one yeah <laughs> please right um all right so my number one this i mean they're all unnecessary this one um in particular there's already somewhat of a backstory for this character, but I think a Flynn Rider prequel would be pretty cool. Flynn Rider being Eugene. Don't know his last name or origin or anything like that. Um, it would be kind of cool to see, I guess, his parents, where he came from. He's obviously obsessed with... I forget exactly. So Flynn Rider is a name that he stole from, from someone else, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be kind of interesting to see how he got his start. I don't have any plot points, okay. <laughs> honestly. Well, he like definitely grew up poor. Yep. I feel. I mean, I'm just guessing because he's like very obsessed with like having expensive things. Mm-hmm. Like even in the "I Have a Dream" song. Yep. And he's just like, I want to sit on like a pile of money and like and I'm, and then at the end they're like, your dream stinks. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, he's an interesting character. Yep. I agree. Um, and I think that um, he's one of the stronger sidekicks. I think. Yeah. Like, I think that they've 
Disney and like their later releases have done a better job with like the male female dynamic. Yep. Versus like like I said, I watched Snow White the other day, and in that <laughs> film, the first so Snow White. I'm not going to do the impression again. I promise. Um, Thank you. When she's doing the "I Am Wishing" song. And the prince, like, out of nowhere comes in on his horse and he's, like, singing with his, like, over-the-top voice. Yep. And she just looks at him and, like, runs in the house. Yep. And I'm like, okay. Like, that's their relationship. And then she, like, watches him from the window. And the next time she sees him is when he's bringing her back from the dead. Yep. And I'm like, oh, that's, like, a really terrible way to tell a love story. Mm -hmm. We're, like, entangled, like... The first interaction is Rapunzel hitting Flynn Rider with a frying pan. Yep. And they have to like build that relationship. Exactly. So guys, you can follow us on social media at Pod of Your World on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can also use the hashtags POYW and Ask POYW on Twitter to ask us questions. We'll answer them on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, also, on Facebook and on Instagram, share with us. Like, I want to know like who you're using as your Disney Plus avatar. And um, also share with us your top threes. Like I have like friends of the podcast that are that are sending me their top threes like through text messages. Yep, Michael, I'm looking at you. Um, yeah, Michael. <laughs> um, but I <laughs> I want like start like don't be shy like reach out to us on social media like right. th- like comment anything like what are you liking so far what are you not liking so far we're gonna um, do more stuff with like surveys too we want to direct you guys to facebook instagram um twitter for folks that are using that mm-hmm. and have you guys vote on topics for episodes in the future exactly let us know what you think of name that scene mm-hmm. rob made the mistake of giving me full credit for that last time and i got some really great feedback so thank you you're welcome for uh, letting everyone know that that was all me yes i did <laughs> um i mean we we do a lot of this like on our own especially like what we're talking about every week so like i mean if you guys could help us out that'd be great and like also we want to know what you guys want to hear like uh, what are you guys watching what are you guys like what are you guys watching on disney plus like do you want us to do a throwback episode like we'll watch like, do you want us to watch something really bad and review it do you want us to watch something really good and review it like we'll do that um yep um like i said like and also we want to know like what are you guys doing on Disney Plus? What are you guys enjoying on Disney Plus? What are you guys are you guys gonna see Frozen 2? Like what are your thoughts? Like share with us like everything. Like we wanna hear it. Like we wanna know everyone's opinions. So and we'll share some of the stuff on the podcast. Like we'll we're gonna like shout people out and all that. So um don't be shy. Mm-hmm. We're here, we're listening. Anything yeah. else you want to add to that, Kurt? Nope, that sounds good. Let's wrap it up here. Thank right. you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.